Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me and tuning into this podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast is here to open your awareness. I want to provide you with tactical teachings on how to master your mindset, create your ideal reality, overcome obstacles, and leverage adversity. And most importantly, it's to help you realize that you are in total control of your reality. My hope? To inspire and motivate you to keep going. And no matter what, it's all about mind over matter. Be sure to check out my website, heatherhakes.com, where I offer you a free video training on how to manifest more money now. Again, that's heatherhakes.com and opt into my free video training. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 303. Today, you're going to learn how to be the pilot of your life and the power and the need to go within. Welcome to today's interview. I brought on the Journeymen Collective, which is Rob Grover and Gary Logan. Thank you both for joining me. Thank you for having us. Mm-hmm. Our pleasure. Please give the listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? We live in Canada, Vancouver, British Columbia. Mm-hmm. And we are the Journeymen Collective and we facilitate luxurious plant medicine journeys for executives, professionals, and entrepreneurs entrepreneurs to to really help them have a vision a total vision for humanity and the planet we've already been talking for quite some time and and i love your guys's backstory and how you got into this but i i really want to know you know like what is your message for humanity and and something that you touch on specifically that i like is this whole self-discovery Um, what's our message? Go inside so you can go inside of self so you can live from your heart space, from your, your sovereign pillar of light so that you can create a life, a community, a global community that's actually based in heart based in respect for the planet that we live on and like the planet doesn't need us we need to live and we both have shared a similar experience we both have done a dr joe dispenza seven day you know a week-long retreat and that's something he teaches is getting out of the analytical mind survival mode stressed out up in the head space and getting into heart space But for somebody who's newer to this, or they've been living life by default, going through life's motions, this is, you know, the conditioning and programming that we're used to, this might sound foreign. So what does that even mean? How do you get started? You just start simply Mm -hmm. laying on the floor, sitting in a chair in a quiet space and putting your hand on your heart and sensing, can I feel my heart beat? Can I hear my heartbeat? And that's getting you into a space of quietness and stillness. It may be only one minute, but it's a start. And then you just build from there every day. Yeah. And you guys, I have to share, I have never meditated longer, like 
regularly longer than 10, 15 minutes. So go into a dispenser retreat, hour and a half, the longest we had was a four and a half hour pineal gland one. But now that I'm home, it's, um, you know, sitting still that long used to be difficult, but now I'm literally craving it. I don't want any external stimuli. I just, I want that peace and quiet, but Mm -hmm. how can we explain this to listeners that when you get into that heart space, the, the feeling that you get, maybe the intuitive nudge or messages or life directions, how can we share that and voice it with them? They have to ask themselves, how important is it to my existence, Mm -hmm. to my way of being? You know, and they have to make the choice themselves. I know it's like it's, it's it can be easy to explain if uh, the listener is open to um, taking the time out. It's basically learning. It's like putting yourself in the corner. It's time out time, and you know, honor that. It's like okay, I'm I'm going to be good to myself, mm-hmm. and it's, it's like I'm and just build the goodness every day and learn that it, it just gets as you get it from your 10 minutes to four hour meditation, you know, Mm -hmm. and you just commit, it's committing and it's just saying yes. And there has to be that, the individual has to have that curiosity to know self more Mm -hmm. and to let go of old models, old programs that just don't make you feel Pardon the interruption. Do you find yourself struggling with money? You want to be financially free, yet you never have enough? I get it. And that's why I just released a new Manifesting Money video training. It's completely free. You can find it at heatherhakes.com. And what I share with you is my three-step process that I have used time and time again to not only manifest small amounts like $200 a day, every day, but all the way up to how I've learned to manifest $10,000 through this three-step process I share with you. Again, opt into my free video training on how to manifest more money now, and you can find it at heatherhakes.com. Now, back to regular programming. Live, we are all, we're all here to be creators. And a simple question when you're sitting in that, in that chair of self, like, being with self is just asking the question what new form am I going to create today no one else has ever created it what's that one piece that my heart and soul wants to create today the key word you said there that I use often is being curious and and what it sounds like you're saying is to create the space to nurture yourself Mm -hmm. is that fair Yes, mm-hmm, totally. Okay. And I loved the line that you said you shared before we started recording was, you know, COVID, a lot of people are sitting in, in victim mode, right? 2020 has been the worst year ever. I can't wait for the year to be over. And I'm like, that is no way to live. If you can't find the gift in this and the line mm-hmm. you used that I was like, damn, that's good. You said we're all, you know, like we're quote quarantined and lockdown. We're stuck inside, but you said, stay inside until you go inside. And I was like, mind blown. We're all been given such a gift this year. There's, there's a lot less distraction and we're now no more excuses. You don't have the time. We're now given the time to go within. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right at the beginning of March, uh, we were on a journey and I told Robert, cause I had to go outside and just had to talk to the universe. It's like, what is going on? And they responded, says, everyone's gonna have to stop. And I'm going, well, what do you mean stop? And they said, just stop doing everything and get into self. Mm-hmm. And I went, Robert, we're gonna have to stop. <laughs> the universe is telling us everybody's gonna have to stop. And like within two weeks, all the memos went out, everybody go home, stay at home. And we're right, go inside. And mm-hmm. it's to go inside your house and get drunk and watch TV. It's go inside and learn about yourself and see who the people you're living with. Connect to the close vicinity of your people, mm-hmm. you know? How have you been able to connect to that, the voice or the universe or your inner guide? How, how do you do that? is getting uh, the monkey mind to shut up <laughs> totally i said uh, one time i was like i said i could see the mind i said the mind must go on the shelf for the void for the message for the the connection to happen for the healing to happen for the healing to happen my hair standing on end and so i know that i can see that i can shift and i could see the visual that, um, with you the visualization of putting the brain on the mind on the shelf and once the mind's on the shelf that left a conduit open for the downloading message to come through and uh, yeah it take it it takes time mm-hmm. but it's it's your commitment you know it's like <sighs> you're going to be on your phone flicking through your phone or you're going to spend time you know looking at yourself mm-hmm. you know and it's uh we all have the ability to read energy we all have the ability to um smell energy hear it um but we have to be curious we have to be willing to actually open up to that reality and foster a connection with that. And each and every single individual that's on the planet is matter that has coalesced out of the planet. So we're part of the planet and we're walking around the planet as a part of it, but we've lost that connection to it. And um, it's interesting because uh, one of our clients at one point in time even said, oh, I, I hate being outside. I hate being in nature. And it's like, what? I, like, I crave it. Yeah, because that helps recalibrate your frequency of who you are. It helps um, different animals will come different. Like a woodpecker came into both of our awarenesses last week. And we're like, hmm, that's weird. I wonder what the message in that is. And the answer we got was, what are you banging your bloody heads on? What's coming out of your mouth that isn't serving you anymore? And so it's it's just really, like Gary said, giving yourself that time to be quiet and listen. And every single person on the planet receives energy and they may receive it in a different way. And you may talk to someone and they say, oh, you should go do this or you need to go to that. It's like, but what do you want to do? Asking self, what is it that I want to do in this very moment? Do I want to sit down and, and write a blog post? Do I want to sit down and have a podcast? Do I want to sit down and actually just meditate and be with the spirit, with the energy of me and do a little bit of house cleaning inside of self and shift some of the shit that's always there okay let's before i definitely want to go down that but before we go there i have a question for you 
for somebody that is so used to the societal norms of hustle and grind and pushing and forcing and being busy and at the achiever mode and having to do, 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 right? We're human beings, but everybody's busy being a human doing. Totally. Yeah. We're going to be weird AF to them. So how do we say, hey, I get it because I've been there. I've done that. But when you can slow down and you can go within and it is so much more fulfilling. How do we share that? I think the key piece there is richness. So people are human doings and they're busy, 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 busy to achieve richness in one's wallet and I think the deepest most fulfilling richness that you can ever experience is by actually slowing down and being with yourself and then even like the richness of this conversation and um do we get busy and are we like doing things that may have us up late at night Typically, if we do, it's because we're in flow. And it's like, oh, this is so much fun. I'm so excited. I just want to be creating this. It's not out yeah. of an obligation. Right. So there's a there's a difference there of I'm doing it to obtain something versus I'm, I'm actually doing this because I'm being something. Mm-hmm. I'm being in the world of freedom. And I'm free to create what I want to create on this moment. And... Um, you got something who's leading your life are you leading your life or is the person you're working for dictating and leading your life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because if you're not happy in what you're doing the only way to change is change Mm -hmm. yeah and i I think there's a, a big difference there too with respect to like there's hustle to like force the universe to deliver what you want and grinding away at it and you're exhausted at the end of the day mm-hmm. and then there's also doing things where it's like where you're excited and you're fulfilled with joy and peace and happiness even though you may be working like 10 12 15 16 hours a day if not more and i think that's the the difference between like hustle and being in flow so to me flow is like you're actually creating from that soulful place whereas hustle is more of like no i'm gonna squeeze the living shit out of the universe to give me exactly what i want because i that's what i want and i'm gonna get it no matter what i'm gonna make it happen it's like no let it come up out of you you squeeze hard enough and all you're gonna get is poop <laughs> well, and what I hear from you and, and what I understand is it comes down to the feeling, what feels yeah. good and easy, ease and flow versus that pushing and forcing. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So something we touched on that I totally want to go down this avenue is shit shifting. What is that all about? Uh, um, okay. Uh, yeah, I can do a visualization, but we can do it in a number of ways. There's, um, there's baggage that we carry around with us, okay? So it's this, uh, uh, a visualization of that when you were, let's say when you were born or when you grow up and something happened to you at school when you were a child and you, you held on to it, but you don't remember it, but it's still there. So it's a piece of luggage, it's a piece of baggage. And as time goes on, you know, some people say, you don't wanna date him. He's got so much baggage. 
So it's a saying, you know, it's like, okay, what does that baggage look like? Because if you did visualization of a person and a luggage, all the baggage all around them, and they're moving with this luggage through, we'll call their shit in that luggage. You open up a suitcase, you find out what the shit is, you empty it out and you let go of the luggage. So you're releasing the baggage every time you open up a new suitcase. So you're just carrying just the right amount that you need to. Yeah. And so basically it's like the, there's a whirling bit of information in that, in that luggage that hasn't been processed by the human and we're, we're hanging onto it and stored in our cells and in our DNA and in the matter. And if it's stored long enough, it'll create pain, it'll create inflammation. And if we can actually just like be with it and just ask it, like, what is it? Typically what'll happen is people will have memory pops. Like, whoa, I haven't thought about that in so long. And it's like when I fell off a swing or whatever, some sort of traumatic or dramatic event that we've been holding onto that just constricts because it's not expensive. So there's just that whirling bit of data of energy that's within the human that wants to be liberated, but we have to be willing to acknowledge it, transmute it and move the fuck on. And then ask, okay, now I feel great. I feel wonderful. I've been rebirthed. I've come through this brilliant birth canal of letting all this stuff go. And then a lot of people are like, oh, now I don't know who I am. It's like, well, decide who you wanna be and just go do something that fills your heart and soul and ask, what is it that I wanna do right now? Well, and Gary, oh, Gary, I wanna ask you, can we go back to how you shared that you got started in theater and, and what you learned through movement, but more importantly, cause you kind of touched on it, Rob, was, the Alexander technique about getting out of the way. So yeah, I kind of want to shift into, okay, now we're aware of maybe the baggage and the shit we're carrying around. And wow, I have this new awareness that I can create my reality. How do I get started? Exactly. So uh, in a process of uh, checking in with your uh, response to uh a stimulus, let's say that with uh, the action, either to sit, stand, walk, talk, whatever you need to do, is like you need to learn how to take your time. Is like as member uh, before I even take a step, I'm going to stop. Do everything you know how to step forward, you know, and that's really bringing it right down to basic. You know, can you feel your feet on the ground? You know, are you into your body? Can you sense? where you are spatially. So it's breaking down that faulty sensory awareness. You know, you ask a person to close their eyes and hold their arm out in front. And most likely at the time, the arm is way above their head or way too low or too out to the side. They never do get it straight in line. They're thinking, I think it's straight. So it's learning how to tap in and take that moment to like even to breathe, to stop, come into heart, breathe, and then think. And that's the whole thing. It's, it's getting to stop, think, then respond, you know, but we add the heart. So come into heart, then respond. Why is it? Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. Why is it so important to, to live through our heart space? It's the bigger brain. <laughs> the more powerful yeah. magnetic field. Yeah. And that's, um, 
the heart actually forms before the brain in utero. And um, it's basically the energy, that's how we access the energy of this lifetime, of the energy that we are here to fully live into and express. That's where, that's where that energy is contained. It's, our, it's where we can connect to the entire universe and ask, okay, what is it that I'm, that I'm here to do? What is it that puts my purpose? What am I here to, to create? that will actually allow me to feel more joy, to feel more happiness, to feel more peace. And when we allow that energy to come up and out of us, we just get more of it. So we're creating and being peaceful. We have a more peaceful life. You shared with me, it's important to think from your heart, love from your mind. And I was like, but that's so you know, ask backwards of what we're used to. So how do you flip that so we can be living in emanating from our heart space? It's tapping in and tuning in to the direction that you're giving. You're giving it a direction, which is a thought. So my thought is I'm going to think through my heart, you know, even if it comes, you know, the thought is going to come through your mind, but how are you delivering is, is the most important, you know, does it feel good, right? And there's no right or wrong. Does it, how does it feel is the most important. And it feels heartfelt other than just, this is quick response. This is a second response. You've taken that split second to come through the heart to respond. So you're, it's actually seeing the visualization. I'm actually speaking with my mouth as if my mouth was there. You know, if you have to draw it out or show somebody, just think you're speaking through your heart that this mouth is here and that instead of out of here, <laughs> you know? Does that make sense, sort of? <laughs> yeah, well, so what I wanna ask you guys, I think it would be powerful to give examples that, I mean, we can sit here and, and preach all of this work, yeah. but can we give a framework or tools and techniques to implement this into, maybe it's a morning routine or, or something so that I very much preach about intention, being intentional and conscious living. And we all want manifestations, right? And so how can we share or what is your technique? What are your experiences in doing this work? And then what has come out of it for you? Yeah. Taking um, is creating a space for you in your house or your, wherever you live. And that is your space you know, for your meditation, for your sacred time, your, or your time out. And I always say with the students that come through is that create that space and then get into that new habit of going there, just calming oneself down, getting connected to the floor, getting connected to your breath, connecting to the heart, such simple things to begin with and, let, and avoid the distraction that is happening outside, you know, come inside and just that moment, you know, find a place on the floor, lie down, support your head, you know, take five minutes even, five minutes seems long for a lot of people. So then, then as I said earlier, build on it. So it's like, it's, it's your space. This is your timeout space. And I think it's very important, even if it's only one or two minutes on the floor or two minutes on a chair, you're coming into self. And also even putting a piece of music on is helpful, you know, plug it in, 
And then can you actually hear the music? Can you see the notes? Can you hear the real words that are spoken to you? Or are you just singing along, not really consciously aware of what the words are actually saying or the effect of the music it is having on your body? So it's tuning into something so simple like that. Mm -hmm. It's when we allow ourselves to rest into self. Yeah. And because as we already said, like there's that whole aspect of human doing versus human being. And like with our work, when people come on journeys with us, we ask them to actually go into silence and go into stillness. There's music playing, um, but we ask them to go into silence and stillness so that they have an, like a, a barometer of what that, or a gauge of what that actually is. And we have people who will go into stillness and not move for three, four, five hours in that meditation state, in the exploration state of really starting to witness ego, mm -hmm. witness that thinking monkey mind. And it's just like, the more that you yell at, the more that it's gonna yell back at you. And it's like the, the, I think one of the biggest pieces that humanity has to really learn is to be gentle with self. Because if you look at nature and the way that it flows, are there aspects that are like what we would call violent? Yes, but there's that gentle flow that takes place within nature. And if we can be gentle with ourself, and give ourselves that time to rest, then we can actually be gentle with the people that are in the same home as us, in the same work as us, in the same company. And through that, that's I think what ties in there with what Gary was saying is it just gives us that time to not be so quick to- Don't be so quick to jump out of bed. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. you know, the alarm goes off. You don't hit snooze. Sit on the edge of the bed. That's your first place to start. Connect your feet to the ground. Look around you. Can you actually see what's in your bedroom? It's opening up your eyes. It's from these blinders from doing the work. You'll eventually open up and see 360. You'll see everything around you. You'll smell, you'll taste, you'll feel, you'll hear. But most of the time we don't hear, we don't see. We just go. Mm -hmm. We're on automatic pilot. It's time to be the pilot of your life mm -hmm. and don't hit the automatic yeah. anymore. And I think yeah. vision is one of the things that we love helping people with because one of the things that we witness in personal development, spiritual development is you must have a goal and focus on that goal. And when you do that, you have blinders. And typically what happens is the goal is monospecific. And as a result, the universe is giving you all these other epic scenarios in your life that's going to feed a full and complete vision but you're missing them because you're so focused on that one thing so it's about relationship it's about your business it's about your friendship it's about the impact that you're actually going to have in the world with respect to building a community and so i think that's one of the biggest thing that that's coming out of the work that we're offering the world is building that community and there are people from all over the world that come and work with us and so it's it's really pulling back and connecting into self so you can connect with other people and it's not serious 
but it is serious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and, and it's, um, it's, it's lighthearted. You have to be light about it. You can't be too like, mm. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. You know, that's, Ooh. that's your old paradigm. Lighting. I hate that word. It's your old habit is the thinking is like, I know you're not going to think yourself into results. <laughs> you're going to think yourself into circles and circles and circles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and something you said is we all have a vision, right? Yeah. Or, or actually some people might not, they don't need, don't, they haven't taken the time to realize what do I want in my life? Yeah. So when, once you take the time and it's like, okay, I do have a vision and there are things I want, maybe they make a mind movie, you know? Uh, and that's simply a vision board in a, yeah. in a video setting with music and maybe transitions. But I think like, can we share the importance of taking this time to be still so we can connect within and be living from a heart space and then how quickly those desires will be drawn to us mm-hmm. versus the human doing, trying to make things happen. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, it's, you know, thinking the stillness is people are going to like, what do you mean stillness? That's the thing we have to explain. What is stillness? You know, how do I get there? And it's like, it's taking that moment. And as I said, the first thing moment is the first thing you get out of bed is that the first split second is to get that stillness happening and get the feeling what that is like just to sit on the edge of the bed and breathe and acknowledge that you had a great night's sleep. The morning is wonderful. You know, it's, it's not your positive affirmations, but it's a, a, a positive outlook other than oh the dreaded outlook here's monday here's tuesday here's wednesday and mm-hmm. uh, yeah so it's that moment we have to learn just that right there you have to learn we have and not say anything we haven't yeah we haven't been taught how to be centered but as we grew up our parents says sit still and don't say anything so you've already been taught but you already forgot but that was more of a fear <laughs> that's a fear that's yeah totally <laughs> or you're in trouble sit still, you're in trouble you're in totally trouble. but now you're an adult you can make that decision on your own to sit mm-hmm. still and be good to yourself you know treat yourself well you're supposed to be treating yourself well you know it, it, life isn't hard mm-hmm. you, know? you know there's challenges and we welcome the challenges totally because it helps us grow yes so then question for you in summary from everything we've talked about and shared, what do you want people to take away or um, to learn from this and implement into their life? Allow yourself to remember why you came here. So just creating that, that space to connect, to ask the questions, you know, are you guys into A Course in Miracles? We know of it. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Again, I know of it too, but I, I know there's a passage in there that says something about Gabby Bernstein is really big on this. What would you have me say? Where would you have me go? I'm, I'm butchering this. But ultimately it's connecting to self and asking mm-hmm. it to steer and guide your life rather than like we're out here. Floundering. Yeah. 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 Reacting. Yeah, react. it's, yeah. it's allowing your divine GPS or your actual divine guidance system to to come alive because we've all come into this lifetime forgetting that we have that that system in place and it's always always there so are you willing to awaken that part of you 
And mm. as you do that, you're going to have to let go of some of the shit. You're going to have to let go, not necessarily let go, but different people will just fall away from your life and different situations won't keep happening. And is it sometimes painful? Yeah. But it's, it comes back to that whole aspect of in order to transform, there's old aspects of self that have to die. So yeah, just be willing to continue to ask those questions of like, why am I here? What do I want to create? What's the impact that I want to have? Do I want to leave a legacy? And what is that? So asking those sort of, those like 10,000 foot view questions of life and listening, giving yourself time to listen for the answers to come in. And typically they'll come in as a new idea. And it's like, oh my God, I just had this brilliant idea. It's like, you didn't have the idea. You asked for the energy to come to you. So it came to you as an idea, but it was always there. You were already connected to that idea. You were just all up in your head and your old fucking programs, listening to the, the old programs, so you couldn't hear the other idea. So by giving that, that restful time to stop and just be with self. And I think one of the beautiful things that I experienced when I went on my very first shamanic journey is I had two full days for the most part that were just solely myself and the shaman that I worked with, two full days, just me all the focus was on me and a lot of people are like oh i wouldn't want that that's batshit scary <laughs> but it was i think one of the greatest gifts i could have given myself i have a question for you guys if you were standing on a rooftop each of you individually what message do you want to shout you know at the top of your lungs to humanity if they could just know this one thing Just be. And they'll go, what does that mean? <laughs> just be, you know, you yeah. ask yourself that question. What does it mean to just be? Be myself. Be my true self. To myself and others, you know, mm -hmm. just be. I always say it. Mm -hmm. I see the signs. Are you, do you see the signs? That's the thing. Yeah, and just be loving to self, be love. Yeah. And if you make that part of your, your mantra of life, like how can I be more love? How can I be more loving to myself? If I'm more loving to myself, I'm gonna be loving, be more loving to my partner, be more loving to my clients. And then I'm gonna have love. And that love will transmute all of those aspects of chaos and turmoil and pain and i think that's one of the biggest things that people are suffering with there's so much unresolved pain so yeah i'd say be love and step into like remember into why you came here yes i love that i have a few rapid fire questions i would like to ask you guys to wrap up the interview the right. first one being, what is a quote or motto that you live by? I said already, just be. Okay. <laughs> it's simple. It, mm -hmm. it really is. Just be. Yeah. And it's a good reminder. 
it was like, oh, am I just being me or am I being somebody else? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the quote for me too is the same thing. The same one I just gave is remembering into why you came here. Okay. What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Untethered Soul. Michael Singer. Yes. And the one that I love, it's a, I would say it's like a mystical text, The Gene Keys by Richard Rudd. It's a brilliant way to explore unknown aspects of self. And um, I'm never reading one book at a time, but um, <laughs> I don't read books cover to cover, so. Okay. Yeah. And I'm the total opposite. I, well, I do have a few open, but I really like to go all in, finish one, and then I like to go to the next. But look, to each their own, right? Mm -hmm, totally. Okay, final question for you. What advice would you give your younger self? Stop rushing. Be truer. What do you mean by that? I mean, live your truth and not live what others think you should be or do. And I think I did most of it, but there's, you get caught up. Totally. Mm -hmm. There's stuff I said, mm, I could have done better. Uh, not better, but I could have, I know. <laughs> no, I'm not supposed to use that word. <laughs> uh, I could have made another choice, let's say that. But that was the path I was on and it led me to here. So mm -hmm. there's nothing I would change, but growing up, be true. Be always truthful to yourself. And then you'll be truthful to others, you know. Awesome. And a great note to end on. Thank you both for joining me for today's discussion. Awesome. Well, thank you. This was fun. Mm -hmm. It was great. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Be sure to sign up for my free video training on how to manifest more money now at heatherhakes.com. And I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. You can find me on Instagram at heather.hakes. Facebook, Heather Hakes, and YouTube, guess what? You got it, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.